welcome back to the Gen Z20 podcast series on mindfulness and sustainability. In four different podcasts, whereas each of them addresses a different topic, you will learn from a wide range of different people about the connection between mindfulness and sustainability and how we can change our behavior into being more aware of our surroundings so that we are more sustainable. Today, we're going to talk about flow and mind. An important aspect of living a healthy life for mind and body is to create a sense of belonging and be part of a community where people can meet and connect in real life and coexist away from their screens. We just forget that sometimes. Our guest today is Maria Jessen Pedersen, who we met through her business Quiet Space, where we were offered to join a guided meditation session at the beautiful space she has designed in a Japanese tatami style at Matricle One, a vibrant co-working community here in Copenhagen. Quiet Space is the first in-house meditation space for all-day drop-in, silence and meditation whilst in your workspace here in Denmark. And with that, she's hoping to make it easy for people to take time for themselves within their busy day and bring meditation to them. Afterwards, we sat down with her, sipped on wonderful tea and got into a long and meaningful conversation about life and the benefits of meditating on a regular basis. Or actually about how afraid we are and how difficult it is to be alone with ourselves in silence from time to time. Maria has always been drawn to the slow way of life, allowing space and time for reflection and pausing. When discovering meditation for the first time, she felt home and found a pure and true consecutiveness that she'd never experienced before. She was hooked. You will be introduced to guided meditation and learn some tricks and techniques that we can take home with us. Let's transform your life through movement of breath and meditation. Let's get inspired by Maria and dive into the world of mindfulness. So just before we start, let's just stop for a while. Maybe just stop. For a short while, truly pause and make sure we're really here, that you're really here, right here, right now, with all your senses. Let's breathe. Take a deep breath together. Become aware of our breath. Notice it and breathe deeply into the body. Noticing your in-breath and your out-breath. Relax your shoulders. Relax your jaw. Feel your connection to the ground. Perhaps you're standing. Perhaps you're sitting. Perhaps you're walking. Let yourself be here for the next 30 minutes or so. Truly be here with your full presence and your full awareness. Perhaps tune into the intent why you've chosen to be here. Perhaps you're cooking. Perhaps you're doing something else. But just perhaps tune into the intent. 
and tune into your awareness. Listen with your heart, your whole heart, and let everything else go. So I'll start by telling you a little bit about myself so we can get a little better acquainted because I'm actually one of you listeners. I'm not a mindfulness instructor. I've not been meditating for the last 20 years of my life. I'm a bridge maker. And the essence of my business, which is called Quiet Space, is bridging the gap between the outside world and our inside world in the corporate world. This has been my vision and my business intent since 2016. And no doubt, my life calling and my reason for being here. I would also like to just stop again and say, I'm so extremely grateful for being who I am and where I am today, which is truly a direct result of my own meditation journey for the last five years and for listening to the inner voice, my inner voice, for a much longer period of time than that. So just to set the scene and so we can get a little more acquainted and know each other a little more, I'll quickly share with you where my meditation journey started which is, I think, a very universal feeling that we can perhaps all relate to and connect on, connect to. So looking back, I think I've always felt a need to connect to life on a deeper level, a longing perhaps, having a feeling that I was perhaps never fully present. Only in those moments when I was truly indulged in my senses, perhaps piecing a luscious piece of cake, listening to beautiful opera or dancing. These were moments of joy, moments I felt joy, a deep joy, an intensity, and actually kind of a stillness somehow. So I've never been depressed or suffered from anxiety. or <laughs> I've worked a lot, but I've actually never gone down with stress. So it's not where my meditation journey started as I feel perhaps this is a misconception that most people have to suffer or go through a life crisis to start this journey. So I feel we all, without actually being truly aware of it, have a suffering. We're always consciously or unconsciously wanting more, something better, maybe being somewhere else. Unconsciously, a longing and a suffering we're not truly awake. We're never truly in the now. It's kind of like a movie. We're never truly in the present moment. Never really truly in our lives. That's kind of understandable. It's the nature of the mind to always be in the past or in the future. We have 48,6 thoughts per second. 70 thoughts per day. Wow. Wow. So the first time, I sat down on the pillow, as I call it, as we call it, as it is. I felt home. I was home. I felt a connectiveness to myself I've never felt before. I felt a stillness from the body to the mind, an anchoring to my own essence, a sense of alignment of coming home. Wow. This was what I'd been searching for my whole life. This connectiveness to myself, I was hooked and my inner journey began. And like John Kabat-Zinn says, 
who's the founder or the bringer of uh, mindfulness to the West, says, meditation is like a love affair. Once you get started, you can't let go. Wow, <laughs> how much I, I agree with that. I'm so in love. It's so important to stress here that not everybody, of course, has the same experience. It's obviously like everything else in life about timing. And I was definitely ready and open. And open being such an important factor when you start your meditation journey. Meditation is not a joy ride or a sunny vacation. Living a mindful life is a wonderful way of living. But meditation is actually hard work. It requires hard work, commitment, readiness, willingness, and overall acceptance. Acceptance for yourself and for what is. And obviously, for people perhaps suffering, having difficult time, difficult life dramas, traumas, it's not the answer. Certainly not without professional guidance. So the reason I can say I'm extremely grateful for being where and who I am today is because I've truly committed myself to this journey for the last five years, which has changed my life and continues to do so every single day. So let's again just stop for a while and check in with our body, our bellies. How's our belly? Is it soft? Our shoulders, checking in with our shoulders. Are they still relaxed? Our jaw. Sensing our whole body, making sure we haven't tensed up when our thoughts took us away. Making sure we're still present fully with our full heart. And taking a deep breath in. So I've always had the calling to create spaces for people. I have a bachelor in interior design from Parsons School in New York. And I wanted to get create these spaces, gap spaces, I guess you can call them, for being, where we can relax our nervous systems, letting ourselves be, get seduced by our senses, so we can truly feel present and feel moments of joy, feel our life, feel our essence, feel ourselves. I've always felt obliged to create and design such spaces, spaces, rooms, I guess you would call it, especially in the workplace where we often can experience and encounter most stress, where we often forget our bodies, and furthermore, where we often spend most of our time, unfortunately, perhaps, or fortunately. To create spaces, I call them, kind of homes away from home where you can go in and pause, pause and slow down in the workplace, to realign with ourselves, reconnect our body, our minds, find balance, be balanced, get balanced. We often seem to have two caskets on, one on the workspace, workplace, and another kind of in the rest of our life. Maybe this is what makes living hard. We're not truly who we are most of the time. And perhaps we even breathe in a different way most of the time. Perhaps we stop breathing quite a bit when we're at work. So in 2019, after my own journey started, I opened Copenhagen's first in-house mental fitness space at Metrigel 1, a beautiful, ambitious, 
co-working community in the heart of Copenhagen. I'd like to just pause and, and, uh, and revisit this mental fitness. It's a word which gets used a lot, and it is fitness because it is the training of the mind. But I actually like to give it another term. I like the idea that it's a temple for our minds. In other countries, we have temples, we have churches that we go into where we can let go, space for ourselves, and something bigger, of course. A space where we can be ourselves, connect to ourselves. The non-doing and just the being. One entity, perhaps. It's so, so crucial today, and especially in the workplace, where we really, I think, are searching for this idea of purpose. So a lot of people say, oh, but I sit on the bench by the water, by the lakes. I do go into a church. My response is, yes. But do you perhaps only do it when you're at the edge, when you felt your palms sweating and your heart beating too fast, when the water bottle is completely full, when you're about to tip? Maybe we do relax or you do relax at these instances, but somehow it's still an outside journey. It's certainly not sustainable. We rarely truly travel inwards and truly connect to ourselves. This is why we so need these deliberate gaps, as I call them, physical gaps and mental gaps, a space for the minds, quiet spaces to remember ourselves, self-remembrance, the meaning of mindfulness. We have spaces in our homes which are dedicated for certain things. We like to cook in the kitchen. We take a shower in the bathroom and so forth. We need spaces which are dedicated just for the, to take care of our minds, our state of minds. These spaces, of course, exist, but not enough and certainly not in the workspace. And they're certainly not part of our everyday lives. So quiet space is about creating and cultivating physical I say it again, gaps, spaces for silence and meditation in the workspace, organizations that support and cultivate a balance that aligns the body and the mind so we can experience ourselves as a whole, as whole beings, not two entities perhaps, but as one. So we can be happy at work as a whole, with ourselves, as ourselves, as whole beings. So again, now that we've gotten even a little more acquainted and you know a little more about me and my calling, then I'd like to break up the next part of our conversation, our time together. And I'd like to talk about three core elements that are so simple, so powerful, so accessible, that can change our lives from today. And these are actually also the essence of quiet space. So it's the power of pausing and reflecting, the power of our breath and the power of awareness. I'm actually nearly out of breath just mentioning them. Huge smiley. So let's just again, just check in with our body, making sure our shoulders are relaxed, our chins relaxed, our tongues relaxed. Our connection to the ground, to Mother Earth, 
feeling that we're being held, feeling that we're here right now, and breathing through our belly, softening our belly, pausing, which brings us to the next, my next point, which is pausing. The first of the three. So much has been written right now about the power of pausing. Stop. Do nothing. Relax our bodies and relax our minds, our nervous systems. Disconnect. Pause and disconnect. Disconnect to reconnect. Time for reflection. When our nervous systems are overworked, stressed, we don't think clearly. We're out of balance. Our energy is clogged. There's no flow. The feeling of being on the edge somehow, kind of like a gray zone, not a nice place to be, and certainly not breathing correctly. It's okay to be there once in a while, sometimes, but not for a long time. We all know being there for a long time is what causes stress. It's like a car that needs fuel. Once in a while, it too has to stop and start again. So I have this beautiful mindful quote that I fell upon that I'd like to share about a mindful pause. A mindful pause aligns one with the most important creative force in the world, the heart's power of unlimited possibilities. So the idea of reflection time is so important as well. The space to the non-doing, the being, the feeling, the sensing, the nourishing, the nourishing of our senses, tuning into our feelings, giving space, making space, accessing new resources, new creations, creativity, ideas, energy, evolvement, sincerity, and so much more. When we stop up, pause, and reflect. The word itself, reflect, giving yourself time to think, the space, the pausing. Reflection itself has calmness to it. Reflection always happens in the calm state of mind. Like drinking tea. We can't drink tea quickly. You reflect upon something. You give it time. Time to grow. Wow. So when you reflect upon something, when you give it time, you usually find the right solution. As you go about it, in a calm state of mind, with your body and with the mind relaxed. This state is so important to move forward authentically. Wow. So once again, just making sure your body's relaxed. Your spine is strong, strong back, soft front. Your cheeks relax. Your forehead. Relax your ears, even though you're listening. And breathe. Which brings us to the next pillar, the breath. My whole body sizzles when I start to talk about the breath. The magnificent breath. The new black. Such a huge subject. It's the anchor to our life. It is life. Existence life and death. 
It's also the anchor to creativity, our well-being, our deeper selves. Wow, each other. We become one with a breath. There's a universal feeling. Everybody breathes in and out. We're breathing the same oxygen. It connects us all, the magnificent breath. And the irony is, it's only when we're out of breath, we notice it. We take it for granted most of the time. It's the root for letting go, letting go of our tensions in the mind, tensions in the body. It's our life energy. When we're anxious or sad, stirred up emotionally, we tend to hold our breath. We all know that feeling. The breath has the capacity to breathe. When you breathe into these areas, through conscious breathing, you have the power to loosen your tensions. All with inside of us, all through our breath. The cure, one could call it, inside of ourselves. It's available, accessible. And guys, it's free. It's goddamn free. But we've never been given the toolbox. So Dan Brule, who I'm so charmed by, so extremely fascinated by, who's a breath, he's a master. His title is he's world foremost expert, a renowned pioneer in the field of breath work. He talks about two different types of breathing techniques, the conscious breathing and breath awareness. Obviously, you should take the time, give yourself the time to look into Dan Brulé. But just quickly to sum up conscious breathing, it's about pace breathing, control breathing, and it's about the attention to the breath. Breath awareness is noticing your breath. So to learn to breathe consciously, you take control of your life. And Dan says, breath is at the heart of the human potential movement. Damn, I'm speechless. Breathless, perhaps. <laughs> so this breath, it's the, the, the gateway to the body. It gives us life, life energy. It helps us get rid of everything that blocks us, all, all the toxins out. And it opens the heart. Wow. I could have a bit paler where I just talked about the heart. It relaxes our bodies. It connects us. It is the connection with the inside and the outside world ourselves, our surroundings, the universe. As I said before, we're all doing it. It's universal. So perhaps here, we've stopped a couple of times and tuned in to our bodies. But I'd like now just to tune in just to our breath. How often have you befriended your breath? So I'll guide you for the next minute or so and introduce you perhaps <laughs> to your breath. Start perhaps by, again, just quickly tuning into your body, closing your eyes if this feels right for you, and feeling your connectedness to the ground, feeling your presence here, and feeling your feet, your toes, your five left toes and right toes, and sensing your whole body, your knees, your thighs, the seat you're sitting on, your stomach, your tailbone, your spine, which keeps you straight, your shoulders, your chest, open chest, soft heart, strong spine, 
your neck and your jaw, your tongue, cheeks, lips, ears, our lovely ears, and forehead. Sensing your whole, your whole body right here, right now, whether you're walking or standing or lying down or sitting, from the tip of your toes to the top of your head. And then allow yourself to take a deep breath through your nose all the way through the body, breathing all the beautiful air in, new air filled with vitality, life, and holding it at the top of your head for a couple of seconds and letting go. And feeling it go through your whole body, your breath. Being curious on your breath. How does it feel like to be breathing? Where do you feel your breathing? Is it in your stomach perhaps? The in-breath and the out-breath, soft rhythms in your belly. Present in your chest, wherever it is, however it is, it's exactly right the way it is. So it's the idea of bringing awareness, curiosity to yourself and to the moment. But perhaps when it feels right for you, take one more deep breath through the whole body again and letting go. And returning, bringing us now to the third pillar. We've talked about pausing, the importance of finding physical spaces to pause, and the importance about mental spaces to pause and reflect. And we've talked and experienced, perhaps, the magnificent breath, which leads us to the meditation, the practice of meditation, the practice of awareness. Awareness is the essence of mindfulness and meditation. I'd like to just share with you, there's so many descriptions, definitions, perhaps is a better word, of mindfulness. But I'd like to read this one for you. It's maintaining a moment-to-moment, wow, awareness of our thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations. Wow, I love that. And our surrounding environment through a gentle nurturing lens. When we practice mindfulness, our thoughts tune into what we're sensing in the present moment rather than nourishing the past or the imaginary future. Imaginary is such a good word here because the only time we have is the present. Holding on to the past holds us back and prevents us from moving forward. It's all based on feelings and thoughts. Meditation, a lot of people have the question the difference between meditation and mindfulness. So meditation is the actual training. Like we learn perhaps to play football on a football field. We learn to read perhaps at school. And then we take these learnings and we take them out in life. We become good at playing football on the football field perhaps. And then we play in the streets. We play at home. We play all sorts of other places. And the same with our reading. So this is how meditation and mindfulness can be connected, is connected. When we meditate, when we sit on the pillow, as I often say, we're sharpening, we're training our awareness, we're sharpening our lens, we're tuning in. It's called mind training, like you train a muscle at the gym. So there are a lot of different types of meditation, and I don't think I will go into all of them here, because they're, they're, they're more than seven 
different kinds, but I can mention a few just so you have an idea. There's breath awareness, as we've talked about, a beautiful one that I would encourage everybody to look into, loving kindness meditation, mindfulness meditation, a body scan, which we did a little bit of, meditations for better sleep, Zen meditations. Find the one that fits for you and perhaps stick to that for a while. But be curious and go in and discover what works for you. Certainly one size never fits all. (laughs) So I want to really tune into this power of awareness, awareness through meditation and mindfulness, being awake in your life, waking up to your life, the immense power it has to train our awareness, the power to change everything. We have the power to change everything, to make a huge change, an end parallel change, starting with ourselves. So by bringing our awareness, when we meditate, we start observing our habits, our patterns. And when we realize we become experts, I guess, or maybe not experts, but we become aware of our actions, our reactions, and of our breathing. So important to train our awareness. It has such huge effects on our surroundings, how we react to or in our surroundings. These are reflections of how we treat ourselves and act. We have the power to change. Wow. Power to wake up to ourselves and wake up to the world. So through being conscious, through a conscious awareness, mind training, we get an insight to ourselves, our patterns. There's possibility for habit change. We realize how we treat ourselves. Perhaps we start treating ourselves with more kindness, being more kind to ourselves, which has a ripple effect on our surroundings, on our environment. So the immense power it has training our awareness, the power to change, to change everything, to make a huge change, an unparalleled change, starting with ourselves, understanding, seeing, observing through meditation, our own habits, actions, reactions, and observing our breathing. So important. These all have effects on our surroundings, how we react to or in our surroundings. Reflection towards ourselves reflects how we react to our surroundings. So by being consciously aware, training our consciousness through meditation, we observe our patterns, we can change our habits. Perhaps we start treating ourselves more gently with more kindness, which has a ripple effect on our surroundings, on the environment. We start taking conscientious decisions. We experience more love to ourselves. So we can give more love. And on a larger scale, when we travel inwards and seeing our patterns, understanding our habits, then maybe we actually don't. Maybe we actually realize we need less. Because we start connecting to ourselves into something much bigger, much greater. So meditation is the idea of fine-tuning, mind-training, training our awareness, our consciousness, awakenedness on the pillow, and bringing it out into life. Opening the door to the inner toolbox and sharpening our minds all the time. We actually do this at work. We focus on projects. At home, we take new hobbies. 
But these are fine-tuning intellectually. What about fine-tuning a mind from the inside? Fine-tuning our mind from the inside? Being curious on the whole inside. What's on the inside? Not the outside. The outside are traits and assets. Fine-tuning ourselves, who we really are. One could say peeling the onion to the core. And as we've probably heard, many of us, and it's so true, happiness is an inside job. Go in and then out. So just to kind of sum up, now we've been together for a while, our reason, I guess, for being here. Just briefly talk again. Sum it up. The importance of pausing, thinking, reflecting, creating spaces for habit change, the gaps, as I call them, the physical gaps where we can go, mental spaces, gaps that we need. These are all opportunities. Our breathing, connecting. We did this together earlier. Waking up taking control through our awareness, developing love for ourselves, for Mother Earth, learning to swipe everything we don't need away, all the excess that we're filling our lives with, replacing with, with authenticity, real value, being slow, slow habit change, sustainable habit change, consciously choosing what makes us happy making sustainable choices for ourselves, which means we're connecting to something bigger. We're connecting to a purpose. We make a difference on a greater level. And this actually goes back to the longing where we started. A longing that we all have to give and to have purpose. It's our reason for being, our reason for being. So let's just take a deep breath. Everything we need, we have inside of ourselves. The suffering that we have, it's not about filling the gap. When we fill the gap, it is the suffering. We need to start taking the opportunities that are given to us to pause, to breathe, for connecting, and start being. So quickly, I think it's important just to talk about maybe why we're not doing this, why we're not meditating. Why are a lot of us not meditating? We haven't fallen in love yet. We're not hooked. Everything we need, we have inside of ourselves. Suffering, not about filling the gap. This gap is the suffering. We have to start noticing and using these gaps as opportunities for pausing, breathing, connecting, and being. So I ask myself, and probably know the answer, why aren't more of us meditating? I guess not enough of us have fallen in love yet, are not hooked. A lot of people want it to be a quick fix. They have no time. And this idea of time, wow, it's such a misconception. The beauty about meditation is you can do it anywhere and anytime. I think a lot of people think it's an extra, an extra thing to do on their to-do list. And they actually do tell me, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't have the time. And I smile from my heart. 
And I just say, perhaps to myself or aloud, you don't have the time, you don't have five minutes to change your life, to stop the suffering and the longing perhaps, and fill it with gratefulness, love, and gratitude. I think we need these reminders as quiet space in the workplaces, organizations, these physical reminders, as I call them, dedicated for our minds where we can go to. But I also think we need other physical reminders, like bracelets, which I know exist, which remind us to remember ourselves. I think this is the problem, that we don't remember to remember ourselves, self-remembrance. So quickly, I will just say that I think to build a routine, it's quite simple. It takes five minutes, perhaps, of your day to start your day. It's important to sit in the same space. And the same amount of time, you can start with five minutes or 20 minutes. Five minutes, you can build it up. 20 minutes, keep it for 20 minutes for a while, and then you can make it less. But it's so important to start your day by anchoring to yourself, creating a space that you can always return to during the day connecting to your breath, connecting to your feeling of home is so crucial to have with you to start your day, to connect back to during the day. So it takes time to build and train a muscle. Perhaps it's the most important muscle of our well-being. So now that we've been together for a while, I think I will end you with these words truly from my heart. So let's take the last wonderful, beautiful breath together. And not the last, of course, the last together. Feeling the energy flow through us, life energy. I'd like to end by saying, now is so much the time to wake up to and in your life. To bring about a conscious habit change. To stop, to pause, to reflect. To experience your magnificent breath. Learn to breathe, dare to breathe as if it was the first and your last breath, leaving all the old behind, paving way for new ways, new thoughts, new desires, new direction, and new movement, as Dan Brule says, individually, collectively, humankind, and Mother Earth. Let yourself fall in love. Love is truly the heartbeat of the universe. Dare to open your heart. Follow your calling. Be slow. Live your life every day to the fullest, whatever that may be for you. Stop and breathe again. And once more, listen to the rhythm of your soul and breathe again all the way through your belly, through and into your heart. Feel gratitude. Remembering that gratitude opens the heart. Dare to open your heart up for new adventures. Be vulnerable. Dare to change. Change direction. Direction is so much more important than speed. And vulnerability is a sign of strength. When everyone else goes right, go left and let your heart lead you. Do business through your heart. It's the only way to move forward and connect to your purpose. Once again. Breathe in, but consciously pause 
pause with awareness, listen to the now, the noise of silence. Noise of silence being louder than words. Love yourself fully. And what does this mean? And remember always to be kind to yourself. Be patient. There's no right way of being or breathing. Remember only five minutes a day is a place to start. Start anywhere. Start today as tomorrow is uncertain. Let your breath move you where you want to go, where you want to be. In this moment, the next moment, every moment, it's your life. Start waking up to it. You can make a change in this world. It seems like a delusion, but it's the delusion is real right here, right now. So let's take the deepest breath. Consciously breathing together, individually and together. And let's start changing the world collectively and making it a sustainable planet for all of us to live in with so much love and so much gratitude and the wish for peace to all of you. And thank you for your time. Thank you, Maria, for taking us on this mindful journey in the episode today and sharing your insights into the world of mindful living and for reminding us that looking within and taking care of your mind does not cost a thing. Three things to keep in mind are pausing, breathing and awareness. And this was it for the moment. Thank you, dear audience, for coming along on this journey with us so far. We're looking forward for you tuning into our last episode on the 18th of May, where we sum up the entire journey and see how we can hold on to behavioral change. All we can say for now is, if you haven't already done so, we would like to invite you to become part of the Danzig 20 Facebook community, where you can get engaged into discussions on sustainability and mindfulness, as well as you will get inspiration on how to become more sustainable and mindful. A massive thank you to Tubok Fund for its generous financial support, as well as the University of Copenhagen's SunHub Incubator, where we could have our weekly meetings over the last year, as well as Triple M Records for music and sound engineering. If you liked the episode, please share it with your friends and family. Be mindful and keep washing your hands during COVID-19. And make sure to subscribe to this channel. You can find us on Spotify and SoundCloud, Facebook and LinkedIn under Densic minus Danish Social Innovation Club and on Instagram under Densic underscore Instagram. Stay tuned for our live sessions with our partners. Tune in to our very last episode on the 18th of May.